You're listening to The BizCast on the C-Suite Network. Welcome to The BizCast. You work hard in your business and you want to know what it takes to get to the next level. The BizCast is where we interview best-selling business authors, thought leaders, and C-Suite executives to bring you an inside look at what it takes to succeed in business today. Whether you're the leader of a Fortune 100 company or your company is just taking off, what you're about to hear will help you take your business to the next level. I'm your host, Kevin Crane. Welcome to the show. It's my pleasure to welcome Dave Kirpin to the program. Dave is a New York Times bestselling author, a reality TV star and media sensation, and an award-winning entrepreneur. Dave is one of Entrepreneur Magazine's top 10 up-and-coming leaders, and he's been featured on CNBC, ABC World News Tonight, the BBC, and the New York Times, just to name a few. We're here to talk about his best-selling book, Likeable Social Media, How to Delight Your Customers, Create an Irresistible Brand, and Be Generally Amazing on Facebook and other social networks. Dave Kirpin, welcome to the show. In your book, you say that the secret to successful word-of-mouth marketing in social media is easy. Just be likable. What do you mean by that? Well, I I think that people get very caught up sometimes with uh, what you need to do in social media. There's so many tools. There's so many uh, platforms. It it, it can feel overwhelming, but in the end... um, the secret to success in social media is very similar to the secret to success in business and the secret to success in life, which is just to be likable and uh, to treat people well, to listen, to tell good stories, to be authentic and transparent, to be grateful, to do the kinds of things that uh, you, you would want others to do to you. And if you can get those basic strategies down, then the, um, the tools uh, will all uh, fall into place. You talk about creating an authentic brand personality through social media, and really one of the first things that you advise us to do is to listen first and never stop listening. Can you describe that and the importance of listening in social media versus always making noise? Yeah, I mean, we're we're sort of trained as marketers and business people to make noise. And that's traditionally been the way that we get people's attention and the way that we build our brands where, where, whereas listening is, is, has always been 50% of communication. We just haven't really focused on it. Uh, most of us, you know, it used to be just, um, just market research and the occasional focus group would be your listening and, uh, social media changes that. Uh, so social media makes listening available at great scale. So now, for the first time ever, we can listen. Now our focus group is a 24-7, 365 focus group um, where we can uh, always be listening to our customers, our prospects, our uh, uh, staff, our vendors, our media, the media partners, etc. And then take what we're learning from listening and leverage that to build a better business. How do you do that, though, with all the different conversations going on and different, you know, not only different channels and media, but different people talking? And how do you listen to that whole conversation? That seems to be a difficult thing to get your arms around. Yeah, well, you have to think about what your goals are and base it around that. So let's say, let me give you a couple of huge examples uh, or, or, or various examples. Um, 
the experience that I had that sort of changed the way I thought about listening and social media forever was uh, five years ago when I was uh, staying in Las Vegas. I, I opened the book with this story, and I took a uh, five-and-a-half-hour flight in from New York, and I was tired and hungry and frustrated. I just wanted to get to my room for some rest, and, and um, I was waiting online to check in at the hotel in Vegas for over 10 minutes, 20 minutes, 30 minutes, eventually 45 minutes, and eventually I got so frustrated that I tweeted, waiting online over 45 minutes uh, at, at, at the, the Aria Hotel where I was staying, not worth it, hashtag fail, and the Aria Hotel wasn't listening, but the Rio down the street was listening. They were monitoring keywords of competitive hotels, and the Rio tweeted back immediately, um, and a lot of times when senior execs hear this story, they think, what did the Rio tweet back? Come on over. We have a room with your name on it. We'll take care of you. They didn't. If they tweeted that back, I would have thought kind of creepy that they're going after me this aggressively. And uh, also, why is it wide open at the Rio when it's jam-packed and happening at the Aria? What they tweeted back instead was, sorry you're having a bad experience, Dave. Hope the rest of your time in Vegas goes well. Sorry you're having a bad experience, Dave. Hope the rest of your time in Vegas goes well. So just by listening, and guess where I stayed the next time I went to Vegas and the time after that and the time after that. So just by listening to competitive uh, hotels, they were able to get a customer for life. Um, you know, just listening and demonstrating empathy. Um, if you're, let's, let's go to a small business use case. If you're an accountant in Portland, Oregon, um, you can use Twitter to search for people that are in Portland, Oregon, who are searching for the words, need an accountant. And you'll find people in the last couple days that have tweeted, hey, I need an accountant, know any good ones. And obviously, if you're an accountant in Portland, Oregon, that's your opportunity to, to, to pay attention and, and join that conversation. So it really all depends on what your goals are and the, the words that your prospects and your future customers would use in their conversations. And that, that'll help guide you for how you should do social listening. Well, you're talking about the Rio. Interesting story there. And one of the ideas that struck me in your book is this idea that social media should not be used to sell your product uh, or your brand or whatever, but really instead should just make it easier and more compelling and appealing for customers to buy. It sounds like that's what the Rio did. And can you explain how actually not selling results in more sales? Most people don't like to be sold to, but most people like to buy. So if we can create opportunities where it's compelling to buy, instead of creating, trying to sell in people's faces, then we'll be, end up being more successful. You know, I have a, I have a slogan, uh, tell, don't sell. And, you know, tell great stories and you'll be the one that people want to hang out with at the party. And if you apply that to social media, the same thing is true. Tell tell great stories in social media. You'll be the one that they want to hang out with. And when they have a need, when they have a problem that you happen to be able to solve, then they're going to come to you to buy. But it's not about selling. It's about making it easy to buy and compelling and telling great stories and be and all the all that all that fun likable stuff, if you will. My guest today is Dave Kirpin, author of Likeable Social Media, How to Delight Your Customers, Create an Irresistible Brand, and Be Generally Amazing on Facebook and other social networks. And if you'd like to get a copy of Likeable Social Media, it's easy. Just go to the C-Suite Book Club and get it there. Visit c suite 
bookclub.com. You'll find likable social media along with a great selection of great business books from our C-Suite Book Club authors. So visit c-suitebookclub.com. It's time for a short break, but when we get back, I'm going to ask Dave about some of the social media techniques that he's used successfully to help redefine the brands of companies like 1-800-Flowers, Neutrogena, and Verizon, and how we can use some of those same techniques, too. So stay with us. I'm Kevin Crane. You're listening to BizCast on C-Suite Radio, and we'll be right back after this. Over 3.2 million new book titles are published every year. What are you doing to help your book rise to the top? Submit your book to become part of the C-Suite Book Club, the premier source of leading business books for C-Suite leaders, executives, and celebrities. Visit csuitebookclub.com slash author to submit your book today. That's c-suitebookclub.com slash author. You're listening to The BizCast with Kevin Crane on C-Suite Radio. Welcome back. I'm speaking with social media expert and New York Times bestselling author Dave Kirpin. We're talking about his new book or his book, Likeable Social Media, How to Delight Your Customers, Create an Irresistible Brand, and Be Generally Amazing on Facebook and other social networks. And Dave, I want to ask you about that. Um, it's a new book, but it isn't a new book. It's kind of version 2.0. Can you tell me a little bit about what's going on with Likeable Social Media? Sure, sure. So, you know, I wrote the, I wrote the first version, um, four years ago now, and it was the best selling. It still is the best selling social media book of all time. And I'm really excited about that. It's sold hundreds of thousands of copies. We've been translated to 13 languages now, and I feel very, very blessed with how well the book is done. But in the world of social media, four years is a long, long time, a lot has changed in four years. In fact, the front cover of the book has got social networks that didn't even exist four years ago. You know, Pinterest, Instagram, Google+, Snapchat. These didn't even exist when the first edition of the book was written. So we went through the entire first edition and we pulled out any irrelevant case studies. We added lots of new case studies and then we added lots of new social networks and platforms that are really relevant now in thinking about today's world and how you should go about uh, building your business using social media. Dave, you talk about the need to engage with customers and colleagues using social media in a way that is thoughtful and creates true dialogue. How can our listeners establish that kind of engagement and build that kind of true dialogue? Well, you have to first define the platform right. It's a social media is an engagement platform, right? So, uh, so it's a two-way street. It's a two-way dialogue at all times, and you have to be open to that. That's that's really the the the, the first um, the first thing. Um, and then you have to dedicate the resources to actually be able to do that. So it's one thing to kind of talk the talk of engagement. Um, it's another thing to really make time to engage with your customers and prospects and your social media audience on a on a day in and day out basis and you know as a as a, a pretty busy CEO myself um it's really hard to to make the time but obviously I have to practice what I preach and so at every spare moment I'm checking my social media accounts and and engaging with anyone that's asked me questions and uh commented and 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 that sort of thing you have worked with a lot of familiar brands that we know. Companies like 1-800-Flowers, Neutrogena, Verizon, Fios, 
In general, Dave, what are some of the challenges that these marquee companies face when it comes to social media? Well, you know, social media isn't the easiest thing to scale. And I think companies of, of, of you know, very large companies have struggled with scaling programs with social media. But I think they're getting there. Um, and I think that uh, also measuring uh, measuring the effects of social media, measuring the elusive ROI. You know, one thing that huh, I wish had changed more in the last four years that hasn't really changed is that measuring the ROI on social media is still very hard. <laughs> it was hard four years ago. It's still really hard. I think that folks like uh, my company and others have, have worked very hard at getting better at measuring the effects of social media, but but it's still it's still far, far from perfect. And so when you think about com- you know, co- large companies like the ones you named, um, it's hard to dedicate a huge budget to something that you can't f- effectively measure um, as well. Now, my counter argument is, you know, you can kind of try to measure how many people are watching your TV ad at this point, but um, I don't know that many people that watch TV ads in general. Pretty much everyone I know fast forwards through the TV ads. So it's hard to believe, despite what measurements you might get, that the effects of TV advertising are um, comparable from a dollar-in, dollar-out standpoint to the effects of uh, social media. But I think that it'll take more time for big brands and agencies to really catch up with that and, and, and move their dollars where people are really spending their time these days. You've helped a lot of big brands, but these days you're working with a lot of successful small businesses as well. And many of those same challenges exist for small businesses and even individuals. How can entrepreneurs and business owners who can't afford to hire a social media agency also be successful in creating an irresistible brand? Yeah, I'm glad you asked because, you know, that that was my struggle for years. We had the agency, Likeable Media, that was working with all these big brands, but I, I struggled a lot because I wanted to help small businesses. I'm super, super passionate about small businesses. So... um and, and to your point, you can't, small businesses can't afford to hire, uh, big agencies. It just, the economics don't work out. So we launched Likeable Local two years ago. Um, it's a software, it's a set of uh, software tools, um, and mobile tools that make it really easy to manage social media, um, from your phone. And, um, I've been super thrilled so far. Um, over a thousand small businesses have used our software and we're currently scaling up the business ourselves to, we expect several thousand within the next couple of years. And, um, you know, our, 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 our goal is a million small businesses using our software and tools and we won't rest until we've reached that. So, um, it's an exciting time because no matter what the size of your business is, you can tap into resources and opportunities like social media using software and tools like, like the ones that Likeable has been working on. Dave, it's been great speaking with you today. We're just about out of time, but before I let you go, you give advice to some of today's most successful C-level leaders. What was the best piece of advice you ever received, and how has it shaped who you are? Great question, uh, and I get a lot of, I've gotten a lot, a lot of great advice from a lot of really, really good mentors over time. I think one, as a business person, one of the most important pieces of advice I've ever gotten is hire slow, fire fast. A lot of business people stick with people uh, too long, um, and you've got to be able to cut ties when it's not meant to be. Um, another really, really good, I'll sneak two in, another really, really good piece of advice I've been given is to focus. Um, you know, don't try to do 
a million things, try to do one or two things really, really well. And the more you focus, uh, the better. That's Dave Kirpin, author of the book, Likeable Social Media, How to Delight Your Customers, Create an Irresistible Brand, and Be Generally Amazing on Facebook and other social networks. Get his book at the C-Suite Book Club at c-suitebookclub.com. Dave, thanks a lot for being my guest today on the BizCast. Thanks for having me. It's been my pleasure. That'll do it for this episode of the BizCast. Join me next time when we continue to talk to business authors, thought leaders, and C-suite executives to bring you an inside look at what it takes to succeed in business today. Don't forget to visit the C-suite book club at c-suitebookclub.com. Great books by great business authors. Only the best at the C-suite book club. And if you like what we do here at the BizCast, don't be shy. Give us a shout-out on social media or leave a review on iTunes. Meanwhile, until next time, I'm your host, Kevin Crane, for the C-Suite Network. Thanks for listening. Brought to you by the C-Suite Network, c-suitenetwork.com. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.